0: the bonus banter
1: where we answer your questions and talk about nothing everybody rolls some dice oh natural 1 i got 17 13
2: 9 oh <laughs>
1: I win. Jacob, open up this bonus banter for
2: us. How do you name characters? (laughs) I stole that from Drow. (laughs) I'm going to be straight up. Hey, I mean,
3: let's use it. That's fair enough.
1: (laughs) Welcome back to bonus banter. Apparently, Jacob's leading us off.
2: Hi. So, naming characters are hard. How do you name yours? Naming characters are hard. Are hard. I'll tell you how I name my characters. You have to start if you're going to open. I pull up a name generator, and I find the one that sounds nice. Now,
1: you know how I name my characters? The first character I ever played was named Edgar because the stat block said he was named Edgar. The second character I played was named Derek because my name is Derek, and his last name was Ashiba, because I saw a Toshiba laptop next to me.
2: Oh, you know, I'll follow this. The first character I named was the bad guy in my campaign. I named him Han, because when I thought about him, I thought of Hans from Frozen.
1: The third character I ever played was named Edgar, because I liked the character from the 3.5 beginner set named Edgar. <laughs> oh... Drow cat.
0: <laughs> I named my first character Brick because she was the prettiest.
1: And you had just played tiny. <laughs> and I had just played
0: tiny Tina's assault on Dragon's Keep. <laughs> uh, and then I, I further elaborated. I gave her a reason for that.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. You did you actually? You, you went back that. and gave reasons. Re- <laughs>
1: like inventing reasons for your like silly character to make sense is like my favorite trope in TTRPGs. We
0: actually settled on Edgar giving Brick her name. I named my character Owen, my first character
3: Owen, because I had built another character named Owen (laughs) whose backstory Jacob twisted into a dark story and that became the Owen you know of.
2: Yay. Yay! Oh, I have another one that I didn't think I'd ever actually say in a game not related to the podcast. Is it Tim Tholomew. I have a guy named Tomford Mary Sweet. Minnie Sweet. Sweet. Minnie Sweet. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, there we go. It's Tomford Minnie Sweet. And I thought to myself, how can I best get a certain other name snuck into this game without Derek realizing? So I had Tom. So I went with Tomford, and then you know, rather than Bombadil. A mine is a kind of bomb, and sweet is a kind of pickle— so it's Tomford Miney Sweet. I'm gonna ban you from this <laughs> game. Oh wow, that's actually <laughs> wow. very fun. That is I, incredibly clever. That's James. so far
1: derived though that it's kind of its own thing. Yeah,
2: I know, I know. And but Tomford
1: I, I, is anything like is not anything like Tom. Well, Bombadil. his boots
2: are yellow. His clothes are light blue. He's got a big curly red beard, and <laughs> but I, he's
1: also this high. I'm holding my hand like four feet off the yeah, ground. He's
2: a hobbit, so it's not perfect. And he's
1: very violent.
2: But I just had to. No matter how obscure, he doesn't turn into stre-
1: an animal of
2: it is... He
1: doesn't talk about Entwives. I had to
2: get Tom Bombadil in that game, and I did it. <laughs> it's a stretch, it's, but I did it. It's so stretched
1: thin, you can poke holes in it.
2: And now, I'm confident in saying that because it's really going to be really hard for you just to kill him willy-nilly, because I have buffed his defenses. I'm the GM. Uh, <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> so, Kat, what name in, in characters that you've played do you think best fits the character? Because there will be some characters that you name them and you start playing them and it's like, wow, this, this no longer fits them. Oh. Kind of like just being a person and your name might not fit you. Like it doesn't fit or does. Let's do both. I'm going to
3: say, I feel like Eleanor's name suits her perfectly. Pretty much, yeah. Like it is the only name I could imagine her having to the mm-hmm. point where giving her an alias kind of sucked. Um, and then for a name that doesn't suit the character very well...
1: All your names suit your characters, even fair and real. We just make fun of the names because we make fun of everything.
3: If any name I did took less effort or thought, Kali's name didn't actually take a lot of effort or thought from but, me.
1: But it still I was fits. like, I
3: want an apostrophe mm-hmm. and then kind of <laughs> created it from there. I think it suits her.
2: I'm an elf. I'm going to have an apostrophe by God.
3: <laughs> but it didn't take a lot of thought.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, if you That's want to, like, an easy way to make character names without a name generator, just like randomly pick three consonants in English, anyway, like three consonants, and then try to rationalize how you'd pronounce them into a name.
3: Well, it's like I normally will take a generator or a, la- or a list of names. Like mm-hmm. for Alonzo, I wanted a Western sounding name, but I didn't want it to sound like it came straight out of a Western movie. Alonzo so sounds ran- Italian. I just ran through a bunch and I had other names in mind for him. Uh, but, oh, what else would he have been? Um, But there were some that I want, but I liked Alonzo the best. Would it have been Chester? No, it would not have been Chester. <laughs> no, it would
2: have been Chester.
3: Oh, I got to pull that up. There were other
0: names that he could have been. What would Chester have been if he wasn't Chester?
2: Nathan. Chester's Nathan? better.
0: Oh, Nathan would have been a good one, though. I think
2: I end up uh, making his dad's name Nathan or Nathaniel, but I could be wrong about that. That's the same Man, thing.
1: That's the thing I was trying to remember earlier today that I wanted to talk about. Uh, something happened uh, this past week with uh, Chester's dad and AI.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Ha. yeah.
1: <laughs> I had chat GPT and Bing generate a... Uh, Uh, A
2: dream for Chester. A dream for Chester, Mm.
1: hallucinating seeing his dad, but it was written like the King James Bible and specifically the passage about like Saul encountering Christ or something. Mm, Yes. Um, Oh, there was something delightful about it. There Um, was the
2: alchemist fire. How will I know this is true? You will know this by waking up and you'll have the most potent alchemist fire in your hand and lo, it (laughs) happened.
3: (laughs) It was so good. So I found it. Okay. Um I was actually very stuck for a while before I got to Alonzo. Um I had a series of A names. Um, okay. Abraham, oh, that Amos. Oh, a good one. Uh. Um but I liked Abraham a lot, but then I also had Zeke and I was mm. stuck before I got Alonzo. He was nearly Abraham.
1: So Alonzo does sound Italian, but maybe he's just in a spaghetti western.
3: Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but could you imagine how different his banter. vibe would have become if his name was Abraham?
1: <laughs> that would have been pretty good.
3: Like it I, I just would have like been a would totally have been different vibe. A little bit more
1: Abraham Williams. Mighty? Yeah.
3: Alonzo
0: almost, Alonso almost, almost made him more humble. I feel like Abraham would have made it so that he would almost seem older.
3: Yeah, yeah. But no, he, he was nearly
0: Abraham. here was almost sanguineous. Oh, if, is
3: that why you chose that as
0: yes. your alias? If if tieflings were not so brutally judged against in El- Alchemist uh-huh. then oh, yeah. that might have been what's like your
3: Eleanor's alias as Amelia was my second choice for her name, but I am so 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 glad I went with Eleanor. Yeah. How did you come up with Chester Williams?
2: Uh, Chester. Yeah, Chester.
3: Chester. 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 It came I don't think there's Chester. possibly any other name Chester could have been. Chester. <sighs> like, it is such a perfect name. I felt no, no. How did you come up with Rothnug?
2: That's just was the that most his name was going to be Nug and I had to tack something <laughs> it, on the top on the in front of it. Jacob sees a two character he doesn't mind I know. I, I wanted his name to be Nug, and I wanted something to tack onto the front of it so it wasn't like Tomford, where his name would be Tom. I <laughs> wanted it to be like Tomford, but his name is Ford. How have you so, have Okay, Nug. Ford up, would have
0: been a great nickname for him, though. Ugh.
1: How have you not brought up your most infamous character name of all? Oh god, Tom's all.
2: Tim Tholomew because I haven't got to use it in a real game. The okay. only game I got to use it in, we had three games and then we had a second game that was also only two or three can, games. And I refuse to acknowledge that so I can use it one day in the future. Can we
3: explain that Jacob takes names and just completely bastardizes them? I try. Yeah. I, I had really a
2: list tried. of them for a while. Jimothy. Oh, I do. Oh, it's Tom
3: um, Tholomew.
0: Out.
1: Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our internet's out right now. Was it Jimothy,
2: Tim Tim um, uh, Timston was the town name.
0: I hated Timston. Timston
2: I was the worst. Loved, this is I why we called it Tempest Smart. How much you hated Timston? just fed your. Energy. I hated
3: Timston more than Trettenburgville.
2: <laughs> well, Trettenburgville so. is delightful.
3: So is delightful.
2: Oh yeah, bad names. I've got Tim <laughs> Tholomew, Jim Tholomew, Kevinth, Emmeline, <laughs> uh, Billany, Fishtifer? for you know like a case or something. Yeah, uh, stuff that like one's That one's good. It's not.
1: It's
0: both terrible and good at the same time. The thing I am, is, Fishtifer is not just two different names combined. It's just, a bastardization of a name that I, I, happens in characters.
2: I quite like Kevins <laughs> Kevinth and Emmeline. <laughs> Billioni is also pretty great. I
0: hate so, Billioni, by the way. So I'm not gonna lie. I feel as though Ben Ten kind of missed an opportunity whenever they called him Kevin Eleven instead of Kevin Ten.
2: <laughs> Glorious. <laughs> but yes, I, I Tim Tholomy will always be my favorite bad name.
3: I found I one it. the other day that I tried to give you, and you didn't take on oh? to it. It hurt my feelings a little bit. I wish I could remember exactly what it was.
2: Last Sam, we should come up with some more
1: stupid names. Sam <gasps> Samily.
2: That means it's a good bad name Jamantha <laughs> Now that one's spicy I thought yeah Tim Mew I played and I had the people His nickname wasn't Tim It wasn't Mew his nickname was Tholo Barbilium <laughs> <Of bar-billium>. Barbilium Barbilium <laughs> this is a bad conversation
3: no it's been fun (laughs) this is is so good i I sometimes will take a bunch of syllables that i like (laughs) and randomly generate like a statistical little tree of every combination of those and -hmm. then find the one i like the most
2: yeah the one name i've never regretted for a moment yeah i gave it to an npc and it did nothing but prosper (laughs) was it farmer cousin cousin farmer Farmer. shut up
0: about farmers no shut up about farmers
2: (laughs) it's been too impactful on my life now
3: it's like one of my favorite randomly found names that actually suited the character really well that i never got to play we just wrote back and forth was spelled s-a-r-i-t pronounced sarit and i liked that one
2: you have all these nice names.
1: <laughs> if there's one skill this group has, it's shitposting. Yeah. And it, it comes up with some horrifying names.
2: We'll talk about other names, names that we didn't make, but things like I appreciate from Outlaws of Alkenstar. Angelique Loveless. Yeah. Has like that Western, oh, it is but also so kind of like a Bond girl villain name. It kind has of. the
3: steampunk feel.
2: Yeah. No, Angelique Winslow. Loveless Wins- is the yeah, best series
0: to me personally. Uh, oh, God.
1: I mean, Mugland. Mr. Mr. Dray- no, Ambrose Mugland
3: is great What's his
0: fuck. Uh, 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 the second in command,
1: Desen Drakes. Desen
0: Drakes. Oh, yes, yeah. love that. He is set up to be the bad guy. Choma <laughs> Lizerius. He, he looks
2: like one too. He looks like
0: a bad guy. His name is Drake. The
3: people who crafted these names, Chef Kiss, like Lucky.
2: Lucky.
1: That's a good one. Uh, that's mm-hmm. a good. Yeah.
3: I mean, there's not been a bad name in the Sweet series. Sweep up. Oh. Sweep up.
2: Yeah.
1: The how moment. about how about I? Bitey. bitey. Bitey the
2: snake. Bitey the snake. God.
0: Love Bitey the snake. Love Bitey.
3: Wait, what was the what was the monkey?
2: Oh, gl- glass. glass. Glass brick blaster Nick's Oh yeah. Bricks. Oh yeah. Nick's I love bricks. a good goblin name.
3: The monkey Isn't goblin. That shit weird? I love that.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, we should probably answer some listener questions before nah. we talk for another 30 minutes about names. Names. names but Nate, name,
3: this was actually a really good banter. I enjoyed it thoroughly.
1: So we got a couple things here. We can't get to everything again, but uh, Mario wrote in some things for us. Ooh, the Mario.
3: Mario! Hola, Mario.
1: Um... Uh, first one is, Hey guys, what fantasy world would make you go nuts if it were a- adapted into a TTRPG? Oh. Uh, for example, he <laughs> avatar as in L- the legend of Aang, not the blue cat like monkeys. Fair enough. Or, there is
3: one, isn't there? There is one. We have it. There is.
1: Yeah. I was going to wait for you guys to say that, but yeah. Or, uh, Okami, the PlayStation game oh. or anything from books to movies, to video games,
3: warrior cats. Full yeah. stop. We've talked about
0: this before. That
3: would yes. be really
1: fun.
0: But like, uh, that's the only one I can think of. Now, here's a question. Is this Go Nuts affectionate or Go Nuts derogatory? Affectionate.
1: Affectionate. Good. Good.
0: Okay. Because like, I would love to see a really well done, um, like, like, how to train your dragon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that would be delightful. I feel like that would be really fun.
2: Like where you would be a dragon rider.
0: Yeah, I feel like it would also be a little bit more approachable to younger people who want to get into TTRPGs.
2: Yeah. Everybody wants a dragon.
0: But I think that they have so much lore I would too. Go nuts derogatory. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I, I was thinking about this earlier.
2: Uh, for the M&M's RPG cause Peanut M&M.
0: If, <laughs> if they made Skyrim into like a TTRPG.
1: Uh, or the Elder Scrolls, you mean?
0: No, specifically Skyrim. If there could be, like, just you and your friends, you're all dragonborns and you're just shouting at everything, I feel like that would be chaotic and bad. (laughs)
2: Yeah, okay. It's like a Skyrim tabletop RPG would be a money grab, Mm -hmm. whereas an Elder Scrolls RPG feels like it would actually be a good RPG because of big world stuff. It depends on Uh, how,
0: like, zoomed in you are on the series. Yeah, If you pulled back and looked at Tamriel as a whole... I think that could be fine, but if you just zoomed in on Skyrim and it was like, hey, dragon.
2: Oh, I I have a couple of options I think I'd settle on. First off, not fantasy, but I'd still kill for it. A Magnus Archives tabletop RPG. I've said it before. It not specifically. What the people who made that podcast did Mm -hmm. is they made a tabletop rule set that you could apply to anything. Oh. Uh, and Magnus Archives was an option, but I would rather have like a Delta Green style game for Magnus Archives, just like I specifically I think that you've already answered it. your question, though. It's uh, basically Delta Green. It's basically Delta Green, but you know, like I, there's things that just a little changes, maybe no, a mod more of story? Delta Green. Uh, uh, no, it's just some of the mechanics wouldn't quite okay. work the same way. But for getting closer to fantasy. Um, I would, it would be a modern day fantasy, but I would take the Beyonders book. No, no, no. No, I take that back. Not that one. Fable Haven book series where mythological creatures do exist in real life, but they've been shunted onto reserves.
3: Or hidden in the real world. Or
2: hidden in the real world. So I would take that as a tabletop RPG, a modern day fable based RPG.
0: Yeah. That's the only one I have. I have another thing that I think could make a really interesting tabletop RPG. Cyber chase. Like the PB, PBS yes. Kids show, straight up. Oh, okay. Okay, I love it. Especially if you know they didn't like modernize it, but matured it a little bit. There could anything like actual math problems to solve in the middle of your TTRPG. <gasps> Heck <actual> yes, math. <laughs> there could be like maybe even a little bit of discussion about computer components. Oh, could they could learn up about it with the coding. history of like prominent viruses. I think that that could be fun and educational straight up dog
2: that
1: sure would be an rpg i want to ace combat rpg
0: straight up yeah though. okay that'd yeah. i hear fun. that
1: yeah we may have a squadron and you have to fight like absurd sized battles
0: this is raz grease three
1: that'd be delightful i'm glad that he's
0: still alive <laughs>
3: He's not like fun. He's That'd alive. be
1: really fun. He's,
0: he's, a
3: lot of the settings, a lot of the settings I like could easily be written into something else. Yeah. Like trying to think of something entirely unique. The best I could think of would be Warrior Cats, which I've mentioned so many times.
2: Final Fantasy RPG, specifically the Final Fantasy VII or Final Fantasy. I'd like
1: that. Couldn't you get halfway there? Isn't there like an anime focused oh, RPG? Oh, coming out. I forget the name of it. Michael Howell shared this in one of our Discords. Oh, I don't know cuz it hand. might
2: be too generic <laughs> for it. I mean specifically built for it.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, but if I feel like that's the oh, a good base.
0: A Minecraft TTRPG.
1: I, anyway, uh the next I, question I, we have from <laughs> It
0: would have it. it would have like be
3: Very
1: gonna, like,
0: basic <laughs> enchanting crafting components. Lego based It would be like resource <laughs> gathering, almost survivally. It would basically be Minecraft. Yeah, but you know,
1: I don't know, man. I feel like it's really hard to pull off resource gathering, survival. Things no, you know RPGs.
2: what? You know what? Mm-hmm. That'd be a great Forbidden Lands RPG. It would, but that forbidden, would work lands in forbidden Lands is about exploration. Minecraft, is, is, Minecraft about exploration. is about exploration. <laughs> but does Straight Minecraft
1: up. resource gathering and building, which is a huge part about Minecraft, work in theater of the mind? Strongholds. I Forbidden know.
2: Lands. Yes, you but just like, build your halls Theater this of the mind. Less, I feel like Minecraft's
1: like, visual appeal is a big part of it. This would
0: be less visual appeal and more trying to get functionality. Like, oh, we need such and such to make our enchanting room. We yeah. need such and such for our nether portal. I just, I feel like
1: Minecraft's lore, story aspects don't have a lot. It's the gameplay that's really good. But you make a story. I know, but you
0: need the story for like an emotional moment where the pig dies, and then it just (laughs) yeah. But (laughs) like
2: the world would still be blocks. (laughs) You'd have to imagine it as it'd be. I think it'd be super fun.
0: I think that it would be really interesting. We'd make a good one-off, long-standing campaign.
2: I don't think it'd be long. A good
1: one-off. Yeah. I don't know. I need more. Like you need. I think it a lot of things to drive story hooks, and because what I've discovered as a GM is it's kind of less interesting to run oh. sessions where you just sit around and manage a stronghold all day. You have to balance it out with it story and things to do. <laughs> Another
0: one that would make You me...
1: like it because you're the one doing it all and then everyone else at the table is kind of twiddling their thumbs.
0: Another one that would make me nuts derogatory would be an Equestria based uh, TTRPG. You mean a minor Remember a that point? already exists according to the internet. Does it already exist? Yes, it, it already exists. Like, uh, an actual system made for it and not just homebrewing 5e.
1: Yeah. That's fair. Um, I could see you doing a. Uh, there's. It was funny laboratory. about this question from Mario. There is actually an avatar mm-hmm. RPG out there that's really good. Yeah. It's fairly new though. Um, but it's not focused on traditional, uh, collect loot, go around, and Avenger and do dungeons or whatever thing. It's about character arc and character growth. I think uh, you could do a system like that and adapt mm-hmm. it to My Little Pony really well. I don't want that. <laughs> Uh, Mm -hmm. All right, so one more question that we have from Mario here, uh, and he says, hi, this question is more for Derek. Uh, (gasps) Since I moved to the U.S., I'm thinking about looking for a role-playing group here. Uh, Wanted to ask you, from a Pathfinder perspective, which uh, race, or I guess in 2E, Ancestry, and Class uh, would make a good Witcher? (laughs) Um, I did one for 5E based on Fighter with Eldritch Knight uh, with some uh, spells and substituting different things here like for teleport uh, and it worked out pretty well. What would you recommend for Pathfinder second edition? And that's a hard question to answer. And one E I actually homebrewed a Witcher class mm-hmm. that I think did a pretty good job of representing it. Really good job. But the thing about it is the Witcher as a kind of concept as if like a, a fantasy concept is very self-sufficient and can handle a lot yeah. of roles okay and excel at some things
0: a witcher pretty much can be their own
1: party which is
0: not something that you can have especially in second edition
1: in second edition a lot of the optimization happens at the table where you have to do teamwork and i think the design of the witcher kind of clashes with that fundamentally in 1e you can get by being a little bit good at everything Mm -hmm. and everyone is just going to be kind of good at a lot of things and you work together anyway but in 2e the game is built so that everyone has a thing that they do better than others and you have to work together to be a functioning unit so i'm not sure that the design philosophy of witcher fully translates Mm -hmm. like if i if i tried to make a homebrew witcher class for 2e having it be able to be good at marshall and good at like monster knowledge and have an alchemy component and a spell casting sign component. Like you can add all these things, but you're going to get like twice the amount of what everyone else is going to have
3: to pick one aspect Aspect of the witcher that you wanted to emulate
0: either that, or you would have to be a shitty witcher.
1: Right. And so with that going forward, I think like if you want to represent the kind of tracker hunting a target aspect ranger is a good base class oh you're, yeah you're gonna have to use free archetype uh, if your gm allows it to um uh get some other aspect at a lesser rate so like if you want that and then the second thing you want is the alchemy side you would uh pick up alchemist for your um uh free archetype if it's spell casting sorcerer maybe sorcerer magus um uh, magus is weird with spell casting. I'm not sure what fit.
2: witchers also don't get like super powerful magic. They get like nothing but cantrips, right?
1: Sort of. That's why I think sorcerer.
3: I still think ranger is your best fit.
1: So, I Well, I, this is the like second part of it, right? Mm. Um and then like if the alchemy part is the most important to you, do alchemist with like a ranger dedication or something yeah. like that, right?
2: Um, I went, when I was thinking of it, because we spoke about this a little bit before we started recording, uh, I went with the knowledge part, because Witchers are supposed to be the most knowledgeable about monsters, and I said Thaumaturge, because the Thaumaturge is all about knowing um, the weaknesses of your enemies and applying those weaknesses, even if there's not a weakness there already, you can create one. Yeah. So I went with Thaumaturge, with either alchemist Dedication or Sorcerer's Dedication, for the alchemy or magic parts. I think that's
3: why I chose ranger because I think monster hunter mm,
0: find them hit up that uh, specific line of thought with mastermind rogue and wizard. Oh yes.
1: Yeah, but I feel like the whole spellbook thing doesn't quite jive with the witcher. It's more of like a super simple because they can't like fully grasp magic Um, but I get that Uh, it's just you can't really do everything in 2E.
2: You'd have to pick what you think is the most important part for your witcher. What's your
0: favorite part about I'm going to assume Geralt. Is it, you know, hack and slash? Is it jumpy? Is it fallback? Do like...
1: It
2: depends. Um, I think that, that question was
1: in general. Oh, I thought you were asking me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: think, yeah. That's grand. You,
3: it was, Thank you it was for so answering generic my rhetorical, rhetorical, rhetorical question. <laughs>
1: you looked at me when you asked but it. But
2: it's funny
3: so. how we each pointed out a different part, part mm-hmm. of what the yeah, Witcher is. And
2: that's why yeah. making a Witcher class would be a problem because a Witcher ideally... The ideal Witcher should have all of this, but if you were to make a Witcher class, your different paths, or like the the the, mm-hmm. the um, swashbucklers, what's their thing called? You chose gymnast or fencer or yeah, your your school it of repertoire? magic for your wizard, your dedicate your um. Uh, a school of thought or whatever. It your would take class, your subclass. There we go. Cause every class gets one of those, your subclass for your, which would be oh, my style. It would make oh, okay. you focus on one of these aspects and you would get one, maybe mm-hmm. two of those, which is why you couldn't have a perfect witcher class. Yeah. This is, I want to um,
0: kind of point out uh, as somebody who has read the books, who has watched the movies, who has interacted with the games a lot, uh, TV series and movie. But Geralt is a Mary Sue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No doubt about it. He a likable one. He is, quote unquote, perfect in any way. He heals fast. He's stronger, quote unquote, than anybody else. Smarter. He doesn't quite have the people skills that a Mary Sue would. But in terms of like physical strength and wit.
2: <laughs> His party makes up for that.
0: <laughs> he, Yeah. Yes. Okay. You can have a full party with a witcher and a bard. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's Entirely. exactly true. Mm-hmm. Maybe throw in a, a spellcaster for bigger spells, but you right, you won't yeah. need that.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
3: what he can make up for in spellcasting with sheer swordsmanship, yeah.
0: like for real, mm-hmm. and you pretty much cannot have a Jack of all trades Mary Sue in Pathfinder 2nd Edition. No. No. You can no. sort of do that in 1st Edition. You can make out <sighs> in 1st Edition. Because the you can is, have a
1: party of Mary Sue's in 1st Edition. You'll, oh, that's true. You'll never
0: be good at anything if you do that to yourself in first position. You'll You'll just be be
1: okay. tolerable
0: at everything. everything. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think to Jacob's point, if you were doing it where like you had the martial part and then you subclass out your signs or your alchemy or whatever else, Mm -hmm. you basically, because of the ranger and the way it's hunted prey works and it's like you pick a target and that's who you're hunting and you get a lot of stuff against or whatever, I feel like a lot of that aligns with what a witcher would want. And you would end up just being straight up better than a ranger, which is bad yeah. game design. Yeah. So.
0: so in 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 short, nothing is going to make a good witcher.
2: Unless you're doing a guest alt game. Chest sure. Alt to, to, to Unless you want game. a particular
0: facet <laughs> of being a witcher or and you focus yes. on that. Nothing's going to be a good witcher, but you can be a specialized witcher.
1: Here's a way I can yeah. see it working in 2E if I was ever to homebrew it, is you could make a witcher class and you would have... You would have to add alchemical items around the Witcher and like blend into the whole alchemy system. You could have everything, but this class would have the rare trait. Ah, As in, your GM would have to approve it knowing that you're going to be more multi-role versatile than everyone else, and you'll outshine some stuff. And I don't like that. Could
3: you potentially downplay the martial aspect, or would it then just be another magic caster? It would just kind of be
0: a magic caster.
3: well then you're you an finish.
1: alchemist or uh, a caster with a uh, middling
2: martial, so you start to outclass them right mm-hmm. so
0: yeah yeah
2: yeah the thing of it is if i thought about a witcher the last thing i would give up would be the martial capability Same. Yeah. because I, like they're supposed to kick everybody's butt
0: i feel like the magic is the lowest point yes and I, you could get away with like a magic item if you really wanted to
3: and if you were doing this in 1E, you could have gotten away with used mag- magic device.
2: Yeah. Heck, in that case, I might would do a fighter with Good a little USD. dedication. But, you know, there's a lot of ways you could almost yeah. do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. More so, honestly, than in 1E. I feel like 1E, because of how, mostly because of how bad alchemy was in 1E, you had a harder time getting there. Um, but in two E because the way alchemical stuff is their items and they're really good. You can get a lot closer right off the bat. Um, but yeah, good question. Um, and so the last thing we're going to cover today, this isn't even just a question. I know there's more in our bonus banter queue. And if we haven't gotten to yet, I'm sorry. We just, it's hard to pick and choose what to do each week. Um, (coughs) but we got one last one from Mario. He's in three things uh, but this isn't really a it's question. The
2: Mario episode.
1: He said hey guys thought of dropping a quick appreciation. No you guys are awesome and just wanted to let you know.
2: Aww. That's not a question. I so wanted I to said, reply to that with, you suck.
1: <laughs> I love your content and even more I really enjoy all of your group from Jacob's excitement at every part of the game to Cat's stoicism Aww. when she gets bad rolls. oh, uh-huh. Derek's go with the flow attitude every time the party cracks Joe and Jow's <laughs> sheer chaotic nature. God damn it! <laughs> you guys I'm are simply stoic. awesome, and I really wish you the best in every aspect of life.
2: Oh, thank you, Vario. Thank you,
1: and Gracias, that Mario. Sweet, sweet note. Oh, we're gonna shucks. close out this bonus banter. It's been a long one and a, a, a winding one, but thank you for coming along mm-hmm. for the ride.
2: Can we end this with some emotional music, maybe swelling? No. up to right now.
1: I'm not redoing the outro.
2: Doing some like crying or something
1: in the arms no wrong type of crying (laughs) (laughs) bonus banter will always have a metal outro oh that's fair metal is an emotion (laughs) (laughs) just some pipes (laughs) clinging then (laughs) pipe falling noise that's right there we go
3: (laughs) drop a bunch of boomwhackers oh lord bye bye
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bonus Banter. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you would like to submit a question or comment for Bonus Banter, please use the Google form linked in the episode description. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D, gallon. We are also on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. The theme music for Bonus Banter was composed by Alexander Nakarada. You can find more of his work at SerpentSoundStudios.com and support him at Patreon.com slash A-Nakarada. That's Patreon.com slash A-N-A-K-A-R-A-D-A. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time.